Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com. Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And if you want to call us, 877-474-3302. Bob Levitas, Dr. Mack with me today. Marsha is on vacation. Uh, I'd love to talk to you if you have any questions just about anything. So we, I guess we've kind of done to death the uh, the Mac versus the PC, which we seem to do whenever you're on the air with us, Bob. And, and I am, needless to say, was always a... You know, uh, I had a picture of a Mac up in my office with an X through it, you know, because I thought, oh, no, no, can't ever do anything with uh, Apple or with Apple products. And they were, you know, evil. And, and now I kind of love every Apple product I use. Again, I'm not switching to my, my PC over, but uh, it got some really good stuff. And they've done just a brilliant job on, on some of the things like the iPhone and the iPad. Well, you so, do know you can run Windows on your Mac. You, yeah, how effective unlike, is it? Unlike the, the reverse. That's true. Well, why would we want to do that? Why would we want to run uh, a Mac on our P- I understand. I'll tell you why. Uh, tell there's me. a lot of people who have bought Macs in the last few years who have one app or one thing that they can only do on the PC. Uh-huh. And they'd like to be doing the rest of their stuff, like email and web surfing, on a Mac. And they can. Because the Mac... It, it, Macs today have the same Intel processors as Dell's and right, of course. Lenovo's. And, I mean, they're all the same core, two, duo, whatever they are, mm-hmm. but they're the same. And so you can boot Microsoft Windows on a Mac. All yes. you have to do is install it. And is it effective? Is it quick? Oh, yeah. If you install it on its own partition mm-hmm. and boot into it without using an emulator, okay. it's as fast as a PC. And it acts as if it were a PC. It is a PC. It's not running Apple, Mac, anything while you're running it if you run it out of their um, boot camp, which is right. you know running a real version, a real instance of Windows off your hard disk partition. That's a Windows partition. See, that is a nice solution. So, wh- first of all, what does it cost to buy uh, whatever you call it, a PC for Mac or whatever the? Well, term first was? of all, the the actual ability to run Windows is free. Every okay. Mac has it. It's called Boot Camp, and it's built into Mac OS X. Mm-hmm. What you pay for is a retail copy of Microsoft Windows. Right. You can't install the OEM copy that came with your Dell. So you have to go out and buy a new one. Right. You need to buy whatever you can find that, you know, is... is let's put it this way. You find the least expensive version of Windows you can live with and buy it, because it'll run all the way back to XP. Oh, interesting. Okay. So I have a copy of XP Pro that I have no reason to to get rid of for the two things that I sometimes have to do in Windows. And do you find, this is interesting, do you find while using XP on your Mac that you run into any typical Windows issues with earlier operating systems on Windows? Well, because I only do a couple of things. You don't know one. And I limit, no, and I limit myself... um, online and stuff. I don't really do web surfing in the Windows environment, and I don't do email. So the two easiest ways I could get screwed up, I don't do on the PC side. So I haven't had any trouble with it. But that's because I use it for such a limited... Right. uh, And so infrequently. I'd say the last time I booted into Windows was last year. Okay. What about hard disk size? What what do you recommend? What does a Mac come with typically in terms of hard disk? And do you want double that size if you're going to effectively work in both operating environments? Well, it depends how much you need to do on each environment. You know, you need the same amount of uh, Windows disk space as 
you would for a regular Windows machine. So if mm-hmm. you're going to, you know, edit media and, you know, do video on the Windows side, you're going to need a big disk on the Windows side. Macs typically today are coming with, let's see, the iMacs, I think, the desktop all-in-ones, mm-hmm. I believe, are now coming with at least a terabyte. Okay, so that's pretty significant. Or maybe 750 for the cheapest ones. But, yeah, they, they tend to put, here's what I think. I think Apple tends to put in uh, big enough hard disks at the top of the line, but probably not enough RAM. Okay. Because I think most of the uh, CPUs today are baseline four, 4 gigs of RAM. And I think for a lot of people, for the, little amount, for the small price difference to go to eight, 8 gigabytes of memory, it makes a big difference, especially if you like to run more than one app at a time. Okay. So, so disk space is not really an issue if you want to run both. No, and it's fairly easy to add more storage. I mean, you've got internal and external options. So, uh, yeah, I don't think hard disk is is a bottleneck at all. Interesting. All right, let's talk tablets. What, what kind of way? And Marsh and I talk about this all the time because really, I am a firm believer in the tablet revolution. I use mine way more. I mean, frankly, the only time that I use, I use my PC at work. I mean, that's part of my day life environment, so I use that all the time. But my iPad is sitting right next to me because I can't always connect in a corporate environment to the things that I want to connect to. No, it's not necessarily porn. But you know, you can, you can't connect in certainly a corporate uh, restriction environment, so I use my tablet in the office all the time. But even when I'm at home, Rarely now do I turn on my desktop or my laptop. I usually use my tablet because I can pretty much do everything that I want to do on my tablet. So where are you in the tablet wars? Well, if I'm not at my desk, I do it on the tablet. I I have the tablet with me around the house almost constantly. So if I'm not in the office, whatever I need to do, I can do on the tablet. Um, I also use a remote desktop software so i can actually run my mac from the back patio if i need to on your onto your tablet yes i can actually view my mac on my uh, tablet screen which you know it's not technically there's no miracle there it's stuff we've been doing from computer to computer for years sure but it's pretty nice to do it from your um from your back deck for example i can sit out on the back deck with my ipad in my lap and i can uh See what the URL I was just looking at on my desktop was. Yeah, and I can do the same thing on the uh, the PC to the uh, sure. tablet as well. So oh, yeah, 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 that yeah, is yeah, a yeah. nice feature. Yeah, it's not a Mac specific thing. It's just one of the things that I love about it is to find a phone number. Well, phone numbers they're synced anyway, so right. you know I don't even have to go back. Um, but if I forget to like if I forget to bring a file on my iPad, right, I can log on to my computer at home and email it to myself. <laughs> Now, yeah, I mean, it just is absolutely amazing what you could do. Now, you have tested them. You own an, uh, I know you own an iPad. I do. I own an uh, iPad, too. Have you tested any of the other products? No, but I've tested 98% of the tablets out there. Uh, that's what I mean. Yeah, so you so you have tested them. I've tested the iPad and the iPad 2. I bet they make up 90%. Oh, 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 I, oh so we're in a smart aleck now. <laughs> I'm being a smart aleck. No, I haven't tested any of the others, and I haven't really tested Android phones, and I'll tell you why. I am so biased going yeah. in. It just seems unfair to me to borrow an Android phone just to look at all the things that, you know, my iPhone does better. 
And you know, I can't I can't be fair, I don't think. So I stay away. And really when I review the iPhone, I'm not reviewing it against uh Android offerings. I'm reviewing it against iPhone. Because yeah, nothing else is like it. No, everybody likes sense. to be, but nobody can be because again, you've got Apple making all the parts. Right. I and mean, that I will... really makes a difference, especially for things like using iTunes to sync all your all your stuff. Right. That's a pleasure. Oh, it is. It works extremely well, I have to say. And the ability to go into iTunes and download an album and have you know, I, I had this conversation. I think I talked about this uh, on the air a couple of weeks ago. That my wife, uh, I was downloading uh, an album on. They still call them albums, I guess they do. Uh, downloading an album from iTunes to my, uh, I, I think it was my iPhone, and she said, well, "Why are you doing that? Why don't you just go out and buy the CD?" I said, "Why would I want to do that? I can download at." generally speaking, significantly less cost to put it on there. I can listen to it virtually anywhere I want, whether it means carrying it in my hand with earphones or whether it means connecting it to most cars, the new cars today, almost all of them come with iPod attachments. So you can just plug it in there and you can listen on there. And I don't have to lug around the CD and worry about it breaking and, and it backs up. You know, she said, well, you know, what if, what if it gets deleted? Well, then I just go to my, uh, my desktop and I back up my thing. So I, you know, I, I guess one of the things we talked about is CDs may soon be going the way of eight tracks and four tracks and, you know, and yeah, and vinyl. Yeah, and what's and vinyl. funny is my 22-year-old daughter asked me the other day if we had a turntable. She wants to listen to vinyl now. You know, people still claim, the real audiophiles claim, that a high-end vinyl system has better sound quality than you can get on any device today. It's possible. Yeah. However, I think some of what they like about it is is um, just pure analog analog sound i mean it's just a different sound than right. that pristine digital sound i don't know that it's better or that it's actually i don't think that it it could measurably i don't think it's measurably better i think the frequency response of a cd is better but i understand what they're saying there's a certain warmth about vinyl that you just don't get on cd yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, now, when we come back, uh, we're going to take a break in just a second, but one of the things that I know you can't yet answer, but the big question, of course, is, is there going to be an iPhone 5? Um, I will say that, well, of course, we know there's going to be one. It's just a matter of time. I did have an opportunity about a week ago to test a Windows 7 phone. One of my friends had it, and she said, hey, I need your opinion. You know, if you give it the okay, I know we're in good shape. And I played with it for a while. I have to say I was very impressed with the Windows 7 phone. Uh, I expected not to like it. I didn't think it was going to be very good. It's very responsive. Uh, it truly does Windows. Uh, you know, that's one of the issues that I have with, even with my iPad, and, and Bob, let's talk about when we come back also, um, the multitasking. Because the reality is really isn't a lot of multitasking going on, even with the new iOS on the, uh, on the iPad. It's not your traditional where you can open six windows at once. So I want to see where we are with iPads and, and iPhones and such, and are we, you know, are we truly going to get to, uh, be able to multitask on those devices because, you know, us from the Windows world are used to being able to open Windows as well as on the Mac side. So uh, we'll talk about that some more. Again, I guess they're going to be talking a little bit of social media and a new book with just one click at 1 o'clock. Uh, hopefully we will locate her. So 877-474-3302. Come right back. You're listening to Computer and Technology Radio on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and and Marsha Collier.
For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series, solid-state drive can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It'll improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Save your cash while increasing your sales. Every business knows cash is king. Quit paying out your cash while maintaining all the services you need. At the same time, increase sales with new customers. Sound too good to be true? It's not. WS Radio has done it using traditional business practices. We will even give you $250 in services just to give it a try. Log on to wsradio.com forward slash barter. That's wsradio.com forward slash barter. Are you ready for the largest consumer wine event in Los Angeles? Then get your tickets now for the 6th Annual L.A. Wine Fest on Saturday and Sunday, June 11th and 12th at the historic Raleigh Studios in Hollywood. Come on out to see the Grand Cru sponsor, Robert Mondavi Discover Wine Tour, along with literally hundreds of other renowned wineries and food purveyors serving attendees the best they have to offer. For more information and special ticket pricing, go to VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. If you're a business owner like me, whether you own a small shop or a large corporation, when it comes to building a new facility, you know it, the process can be overwhelming. And if you're concerned about getting the building you need on a limited budget, you call Anthem Steel for a pre-engineered steel building. Look around and you'll see that more and more businesses, churches and schools are using steel buildings to save time and money. For as little as $20,000, you can buy a 40 by 60 foot building from Anthem Steel. Anthem Steel has a high quality solution for almost any size building you need. Churches, schools, or gymnasiums. So call us right now for a free quote. 800-603-9978. That's 800-603-9978. Even for manufacturing, warehousing, or retail buildings, you know it. You can call Anthem Steel right now for a free quote. 800 800- 603-9978. That's 800-603-9978. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And we're at 877-474-3302. And uh, Bob Levitis with me, Marsha, on vacation this week. So, Bob, where are we? I, we know an iPhone 5 is coming. When? What's your take? Why wasn't there one in June? Was it because the iPhone Verizon came out early? Or, well, not early. It <laughs> finally came out. Um, I think part of why we don't know more today is because we'll find out more on Monday right. when Apple's Worldwide Developer Conference opens and Steve Jobs gives a keynote, 10 o'clock uh, Pacific time. But you don't expect that they're going to announce an iPhone 5 at that point, do you? They've gone out of their way to 
make it appear that there's not going to be any hardware announced at this. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> Apple is a master of misdirection. Ah, uh, yes, they are. You can never read into what they do. <laughs> yes, they are. Uh, and what in your research? What do you think the differences are going to be between the iPhone 4 and the iPhone 5? Is it going to be a dramatic difference? Do you have any take whatsoever on it? No. Well, you've been a big help. Well, you know, the thing is, we're talking about Apple. Right. I'm the last person they want to know any details. Right. I mean, they they go out of their way to keep this stuff from us. And, And so, because I'm not in Cupertino, and I can't, you know, I can't social engineer it out of people. Face to face, at least. Um, There's just not, you know. I read the same rumors everybody else reads. Right. It's going to have a metal back. It's not going to have a metal back. Yeah. It's going to have a a faster processor. It's not going to have a faster processor. It's going to have more pixels of resolution. The screen's going to take up the whole front side with no bezel, (laughs) or it's not. I mean, you know, I, I just don't know because all the information I have comes from the same public rumor right. sources right. as everybody else's. And they are real serious about protecting their uh, proprietary things, I have to say. Oh, yes. Yeah, they do not like it. Well, they arrested a kid that, that something happened. Was it with the iPhone? A kid got a uh, something. I can't quite remember the story, but they went after some poor kid who was fooling around and, and got a sample of an iPhone or something. Do you, do you know what story I'm talking about? Because I can't quite remember the story. Um, I think this is when they sold a prototype to Gizmodo or somebody. Yeah, there's something after that just recently. Something, Yeah, that happened then, of course, but something just recently happened. Somebody got hold of something. But they do take their stuff seriously. And, they and, very and, much do, yeah. and, and they're very... Um, they're very secretive about what and when, and I believe, uh, you know, much as I hate it as a writer, I love it because it works for them. Right. It's, it's a, you know, there's Apple and then there's everybody else. Apple plays a marketing game that I don't think anybody else in the business comes close. I, I think Apple has managed to um, turn public relations into an art form. Mm-hmm. And have their their loyal followers do the majority of the work for them in advance. Yeah, they do. They, you know, they, I don't hear I don't hear all these people chattering for months on end about the next Xbox or the next PC or mm-hmm. the next Android phone. Right. But boy, there's a lot of speculation about what Apple's doing next, and I think they kind of encourage that. I think you're right. I think that's absolutely true. It's amazing. They've done a brilliant marketing job and using all the things that you can use to get people, you know, so excited about, you know, standing. I mean, I, uh, it shocks me. I've talked about this on the air before that I literally sat in line. Well, not for as long as some people did, but for a couple hours to get my iPad 2. I mean, oh, yeah. I, you know, I, I and you never, never do you know that. what? There used to be a Sony style store across the street from the Apple store in Austin. And you could stand in the middle of the street and look one way and see a store that was packed every minute it was open mm-hmm. from 10 in the morning till 9 at night when it, or 10 at night, whatever its hours were, no matter what hour, it was full. Yes, yeah. You turn around 180 degrees, you could shoot a, a, a cannon through the store mm-hmm. and not kill a customer, much less a salesperson. <laughs> right. So no, that's true. It's empty, and I'm looking, it's closed now. But, you know, the difference is Apple does things in their own Apple-y way, when they opened retail stores, I thought it was the dumbest thing ever. Right. I thought, this just can't work. It's got to be too expensive. And, 
it's a good idea to have people who know what they're talking about demo Apple products mm -hmm. because we know that you know people uh, want to know the difference. They want to know why. And if you have well trained salespeople who aren't on a commission, by the way, it makes it a pretty pleasant experience. Unlike going into many of the big boxes, right? Where you know how how do you know if your salesperson's lying to you? Mm -hmm. Watch for his lips moving. Yeah, right, exactly. So at, at the Apple Store, I don't really worry about that, and I, I'm very comfortable sending my friends and clients in and saying, just listen to them, tell them what you need, and they will make sure that you get the right thing. They have no incentive no, to sell you something you don't need. And they do a good job. I think on the whole, I, I've walked into Apple stores and, and had a guy go, huh? And then I've had them, you know, cause, that really knows what they're doing. And I think that's the same in any, any technology store you walk into, whether it be Best Buy or Fry's or whatever, depending upon who you get there. But on the whole, I think they do a pretty good job at the uh, Apple stores. Well, they do a lot of training where I don't think uh, in the big box stores they have the luxury of doing a lot of training on most of the products because they're turning over so fast. And, you know, who's going to pay them, the salespeople, to right. train? right. And I so, do like the fact that you can go into a Mac store and buy something, and they take it. They take their iPhone, and they ring you up right on the spot. That's right. Everybody's a cashier. Yeah, exactly, which I think is a, an amazing way of doing it instead of having to take your product and go, ooh, where do I go now, and do I have to stand in line? So they, they do a good job there. All right, let, let's talk a little bit about, because I've had tested two of these, and I expect that you have uh, backup battery cases for phones. Yes, uh, I have tested two. One is the Power Skin. The other one is the Mophie. I guess it's pronounced Mophie. Yeah, Mophie. Mophie. And I found them that if I didn't know they were different companies, I'd think they were made by the same company. Well, I've tested a few. I haven't really tested very many on the iPhone 4, um, partly because I tend not to need an extra battery except when I travel. Mm -hmm. uh, here in town, I've got my office and I've got my car, and those are the two places I spend most of my time. Right. And I can, you know, recharge it either. So I don't really worry too much about the battery thing, but I did test a bunch for the the iPhone three and three GS, mm -hmm. and I found that most of the mostly uh, the differences were in design, mm -hmm. not in performance. And, right. They basically work or don't work. They give you X number of hours of battery. You look for little conveniences like being able to sync without removing it, which I know the Mophies do. I don't know about the others, but right. Things like that, and other than that, they really work about the same. I'll tell you what my battery of choice is. My battery of choice is a Zag. Mm -hmm. They make a very good device. It's, it's $99, but it's 4,000 milliamps, which is mm -hmm. like three Mophies. Right. And, right. and to me, it's a, big, it's a big square thing, but it's got two USB ports. It can, it can recharge either two iPhones or an iPad and an iPhone at the same time. And for me, that's the way to go. It's like I don't really need it attached to my phone. I need it to recharge my phone. Well, you know, it's funny. I kind of felt the same way until I got one. Then, and there, and I do have, you know, have the charger in the car and the charger at the office and the charger at the house. And to me, I kind of like the idea of having a battery case that backs it up because there were times where, you know, I forgot it. I moved it to a different car. And uh, and I do charge. You know, I'm, my battery lasts most of the day. But there are times that I go from work to someplace else. So I found that both of these, the, the case makes the phone a little thicker. It does. There's no question. It and heavier. It, and heavier makes it thicker and heavier. And it doesn't have a kickstand. So right. That's correct. Although I don't use, I had a, I have a case with a kickstand that I thought was going to be really cool. You don't have the right one then. Yeah, maybe so. I just never use my kickstand. I'll tell use you it. the one to try. It's yeah, called please. Zero Chroma. 
Zero Chrome. Okay, yes. I, I absolutely, I have one on my iPhone, one on my iPad. I've tried a bunch of kickstand uh, cases before, and none of them ever got a good review from me. They mostly, you know, fell very short or somewhat short. This one I've been using the iPhone case for probably close to a year, mm-hmm. and I haven't broken it. Some of my other kickstands I've broken within minutes of putting them on yeah, my I phone. Yeah, and, you know, we'll t- we uh, should have our guest up next, but uh, I do want to just mention a little bit more about the test I've done on these, because so far I like them, you know, and I think they've worked out really well. Uh, assuming we round her up, she was on her way back east somewhere, going to try to get us from cell phone, uh, author Amanda Strong, who uh, wrote a book called With Just One Click, talking about are there hidden dangers of Facebook, and these are things we worry about for our children and such. So we'll be right back, hopefully have that, uh, Bob Levitas with us. We will be right back. Computer and Technology Radio, WS Radio. You've Worldwide been listening Leader. to Computer and... And technology Radio with your hosts Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication. Global food for thought. Attention eBay sellers, protect your feedback ratings from bidders who abuse the feedback system with bitter warning. Find out before you accept an offer, respond to a message, or even after receiving a bid, whether the bidder has a history of leaving negative feedbacks. Use bitter warning to regain the power to protect yourself. Bitter warning will automatically send you an email alerting you to the potential danger. Learn more at bitterwarning.com with a free two-week trial. Promo code WSRadio at bitterwarning.com. Bitter warning, an eBay seller's first line of defense. You know, selling online can be a challenge, but thanks to Dymo Indicia, shipping isn't. With Dymo Indicia, you can print prepaid U.S. Postal Service shipping labels directly from your Mac or PC. By eliminating your trip to the post office, Dymo Indicia lets you focus on finding, listing, and selling your products. My friends can save hundreds of dollars on a Dymo Indicia postage solution by visiting endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Dymo Indicia is the leading Internet postage provider with over $5 billion of postage printed. Indicia is integrated into over 100 third-party applications, which makes your inventory management easy. You get access to discounted delivery and signature confirmation, discounted parcel insurance, and hidden stealth postage. Shipping internationally? With Dymo Indicia, you can also print a first-class international shipping label. Dymo Indicia is the smart way to get it done. Visit endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Thank you for listening to WS Radio. If you are not listening on your smartphone, we have just made it a lot easier with our new WS Radio 2.0 iPhone, BlackBerry, and Android apps. Just search for WS Radio in the iPhone store, BlackBerry, and Android market. They are all free downloads so you can listen live or on demand to your favorite show. For more information, log on to wsradio.com forward slash mobile. That is wsradio.com forward slash mobile. Okay, you admit to yourself that you have a huge credit card problem. However you got there, you've racked up $10,000, $20,000 or more in debt, and it mounts up daily, right? I don't need to tell you what your credit card statements look like, but I'm here to give you some help. All you need to do is make one quick, no-obligation call to the Debt Solutions Network, and one of our partner companies will help you with proven strategies to help you get out of debt. They can reduce your debt, in some cases up to 50%, and help stop the collection calls. If you're buried in credit card debt, call the Debt Solutions Networks now and learn for free how they can help you get out of debt for much less than you owe. Here's the number. 800-814-5188. 
800-814-5188. Learn how you can get out of credit card debt now. Call now for a free debt analysis. 800-814-5188. 800-814-5188. 